0: everyone i say everyone every week maybe i should change it up hey guys and welcome to this week's episode of the lead her podcast now we are following on from last week when i shared a bit of a personal journey that i went through to be able to swim and this one really kind of comes into me as a coach and in my career right now and how i had a real real struggle to kind of get here at the beginning i want to share this with you and again the reason i want to share these personal stories with you is to show that it is hard and it is difficult and it is scary but if you keep having this belief that you are never going to um be able to swim or you're never going to be able to have that career or you're never going to be able to be the fit person that you want to be or you're never going to be able to um learn that hobby if we keep telling ourselves we are a certain thing or we are a certain person then we're just going to keep living with that so we need to kind of start changing it and flipping the switch and actually realizing like Actually, you can be whatever you want to be. And are we just saying that we're that kind of person for an excuse and to save ourselves and to make our lives easy? Because we all want our life to be easy. Because we all know getting out your comfort zone is hard and it's uncomfortable and it doesn't make us feel good. But that's always where change kind of comes from. So protection is when you just kind of wave hard things off by just saying, "This is the way I am. I'm never going to change." To start opening that up and going. you know what, I can't swim yet. Or do you know what, I'm not a coach yet. Do you know what, I've not got that body yet. Adding yet instead of I can't just opens up the conversation that little bit more. We're not even making you do it overnight and, and going from A to B because like I said last week, that is never going to happen. There's going to be these stepping stones that take you to where you want to go. But adding in yet, like for me right now, I'm working on a marathon. Like, I've not ran a marathon. I I could say to myself, I can't run a marathon because I can't. I know I can't run a marathon, but not yet. If I add yet to that sentence, it gives me hope and it gives me belief that, you know what, I can actually work up to be able to do that skill. So this week, after listening to last week and this week, I want you to start asking yourself, like, right, okay, what am I saying I can't do? Can I change that to I can't do it yet? Or I can't blah, blah, blah. Add that yet to the end and see how that feels. Because sometimes that might actually get you to understand if there is something else you can do. And as I always say on this podcast, you cannot change until you start to see something that you're doing. Acknowledging it is always the first key to making a change. Okay, so this one's a little bit more professional focused and uh, personal focused, I would say. Um, But yes, so I started uh, training um, in 2013, I started getting active and healthy, I'd gained weight was speaking to someone the other day, but just for a bit of a background, um, I first noticed I was gaining weight when I tried one of my friend's dresses on. She had a gorgeous blue dress and um, we were always the same size. So we always could share like clothes for nights out at uni, which was great. And one night I put on this dress and I felt I couldn't get into it. And I felt myself bursting out of it. I felt like my hips and my tummy and my boobs and my face, my face specifically as well, just felt puffy, just felt really big. Um, and I don't have many boobs anyway. I never have. But in this dress, I, I, I had boobs. I was like, whoa, where are those bad boys coming from? So I just felt it was the first time, I think, in a long time where I'd put on an outfit and not felt great in myself. And I had a terrible lifestyle. I was drinking three four nights out of the week at university a lot of our dinners consist and lunches and breakfasts consisted of domino's pizza I was not living a very healthy lifestyle and I wasn't feeling very happy in myself and I think we all have these turning moments in life when we just go and that's enough something has to change and you don't know why something has to change I didn't ever feel like I think I did know that if I kept going that way, yes, I would maybe have to buy a new wardrobe. I don't, I don't know specifically, but there was just something in me that knew I had to get healthy and I had to start looking after myself. And I was also in a negative relationship where the guy I was with um, would always talk about other women's bodies and how amazing they looked. But when it came to my body, he didn't speak to my, about my body very nicely. So I and and to think about it now, I probably have to thank him for that because it did stem into me breaking up with him um and uh going down this kind of I kind of call it my health kick I was in my last year of uni um I was going to be Australia with my dad and I just started exercising just started going to fitness classes and from doing fitness classes started to see the wee changes in my body and I felt really good every time I came out of class like it was that endorphin hit and I felt awesome that every Tuesday I would go to this one woman's class because I just loved our classes and then um one time the class was off because of semester or something had happened that um, I just was like, okay, I can't make that class anymore. So now I'm just going to go into the gym. And I tell you guys, I was terrified going into the gym. I was like, I had no clue what to do. And I think everybody sees someone that weight trains and thinks that they just suddenly one day woke up and they knew everything. my process has been so slow and steady since um, 2013. That's, that's almost 10 years. It doesn't feel like 10 years in any way. That's crazy. I've just acknowledged that now. But... Um, It was very slow step stones when I was ready. And that's a big thing that I was speaking to someone today is that you you don't want to go from A to B overnight. It does need to be slow and steady. And and when I have women join Lead Her, I don't give them everything that they need to be where they want to be. I give them what they need at that time um, because they're ready for it. I don't want to overwhelm them with too much information and too much things to do. Keeping overwhelmed to a minimum and starting them off somewhere where they can achieve that each week, each week. And then we add in more when they're in a routine we add in more when they're winning when they're same results are feeling good then we add in more we add in more when they've got the time we add in more when they're ready to learn when they've got more confidence we keep changing things up for where a person is at so for myself going in the gym I did not have a clue but I just seen a treadmill and I was like I'll start running <laughs> so I started running on the treadmill that was a starting point um and then I met my partner Joe and he showed me one gym session and that was me I was absolutely hooked But I do remember at the gym we were at, there was um, cardio machines upstairs, treadmills upstairs, and then you go down the stairs and that was like the basement. And that's where it was like hardcore music, people lifting really heavy and slamming weights. And when you come down these stairs, everybody automatically looks up because you're like, oh, who's coming down? And it's just when you see everybody looking at you and you're walking down the stairs, it's so easy to go, oh, nope, (laughs) straight away, turn around and walk back out of that gym. But because I was with Joe, I was like, okay. And it was quite quiet. I think we went at quite quiet time. And he just taught me a deadlift, a squat with a barbell, um, barbell deadlift. It was such a weird routine. Now looking back, I'm like, what was he making me do? But I loved it. Straight away, I was just like, oh, this is fun. Like, I just really liked it and I actually realized a lot of the stuff that I was doing in the gym was stuff that I did in the class in the class I was doing squats I was doing the deadlifts I was doing the lunges I was doing the chest press I was doing the push-ups it was just in the gym with heavier weights so um he gave me that one session and I just did it every day for weeks and weeks and weeks not every day every week um a couple of times each week and told joe was like look we have to maybe change your program up because you can't keep just doing the same thing and from there my body started changing i remember walking into sainsbury's and um it was the first time I, i just touched my back and i was like whoa what what is that it was my glutes my glutes were rock solid and so perky and high and i was like wow like my body is changing in so many ways like I felt leaner, I felt tighter, I, felt, I think I just felt fitter and healthier and I was happier and I felt my life was in a bit of a crappy place, I didn't know what I wanted to do after university, I was working in a restaurant, I had a bit of a failed career as an estate agent and I was just like, oh I don't know what to do with myself um so going to the gym made me feel good because I was getting better at it and I was getting stronger and I was feeling the benefits and it gave me a goal outside my career and outside of my life to feel I could be good at something and I know that sounds so sad to some but for me it it gave me something to finally feel good because even at university I always struggled through I was always average um and yeah I, I loved it for that reason but because I started seeing these changes in my body Instagram was about and I think a lot of people at university see me go from this complete pisshead party animal to this girl going to the gym and talking about how good it made me feel. And I just used Instagram as like a little personal journal. It's so strange. I, I wasn't starting a business in any way. I was just talking about what I was doing and how it made me feel. And then I had some girls from university going, could you coach me? Like, how do you do that? And I was like, well, I'm not qualified to coach, um, but this is what I'm doing. So I seen Joe was coaching and people were asking me for help. So I thought, okay, I'm going to go for a a PT qualification. And the thing is with a PT qualification, it doesn't really teach you much. I already knew how to weight train. I already knew how to eat well and the results I could get with my own body from experimenting that I knew I could maybe do that with other people as well from getting them started in a a similar position. Um, But the PT course, I just felt personally for me, there is maybe coaches out there in the world that don't have the qualifications it's normal but for me i like to go by the rules and by the regulations so i spent ages saving up money for this course did the course qualified and basically the next night i was out starting a business and it was so scary and um i got a job in a gym in glasgow so we live in Stirling. so to go all the way to shawlands a pure gym in shawlands for anyone that maybe goes there that's when i first started when that gym opened up that pure gym and um so for me that's an hour drive and um I went for the interview got the job even going for the interview I was like who is going to hire me I don't know anything like I've never worked in a gym before like how am I going to do this I've just know how to train myself it was just such a weird time I don't feel like I knew what I was doing but I was going with it anyway and um I got the job And I quit quit the restaurant right away and, and straight away I was like, right, this is me, we're going to start this coaching thing and see where it goes. So this gym was just opening up, they did a big training day for all the staff, all the carpets were going in, the machines were all going in, I went to this training day and going along to training day, I just felt so nervous. I was like, it's going to be full of coaches that have been coaches for years, it's going to be full of people that know how to coach people and have got a business I'm coming out pure, like, older in age. I felt like I was older. I was only, like, 24, 25. Actually, what age was this? That was 2015. So 26. I was 26. I felt old, and I was like, all these people are going to be young. They're going to be knowing what they're doing. I just felt like I was the lowest quality person going for this job, which is nuts when I look back now, because as soon as I turned up for that training day, everybody was the same as me. Again, coming back to that pool. When you show up, you think you're the worst person there, you think you're the only person with the problem, you think you're not good enough. And women don't think we're good enough for jobs. That there's loads of stats out there that women will only apply for jobs when they've got a hundred percent of the qualifications. Men will apply when they've got much less. We have to be the best before we do things. It's crazy. And I don't know why we have that expectation on ourselves, but I just felt not good enough turning up to this training day. And straight away, I realized it was people younger than me, maybe a little bit less education than me. Um, maybe some people with more education than me, but they were still new to it. And we all just got on so well. And they were so lovely. And I think to be a coach, you have to be lovely, you have to be able to talk to people or you're never going to make a business. So meeting these people straight away, I just felt like I fit in. And even like the managers and the staff, they were so lovely as well. And from me practicing and weight training and all the years that I had I actually had so much more education knowledge than I realized. Um, and that felt really, really good. So then we got our, our um, hours in. So the gym was opening up on a set day. And it turned out, I got the shift. So it was the first day of an opening. <laughs> first day of an opening, first fitness class, it was me. I have never done a fitness class in my life at this point. And I think it was like, um, fat burn class. I was like you don't get taught that in the PT course you don't get taught that in the gym instructor course you don't get taught how to do a class and I was just so terrified about it and I remember sitting with Joe and, and telling him and he was like it's okay I'll tell you the night before what we need to do you'll be fine and Joe was working and working busy busy he's a very busy man uh, and if anyone knows Joe, he's always last minute for everything. And even for dinner, if I tell him dinner's ready in ten, and, and, and dinner's gonna, dinner's ready, I'll tell him dinner's ready ten minutes early, and he'll still be down ten minutes late for dinner. <laughs> like he's terrible. Um, so I was waiting on Joe and waiting on him for him to sit with me and, and just let me know what to do with this first class, so that I had an idea. I had to learn from someone. I didn't know anyone in the class enough to ask them or the management weren't really there to help you, you have to come up with this class yourself. And it was getting later and later, and I feel it in my body just now, like I was getting so tense and terrified and emotional. And I've never had a moment in a long time where I was like this, and maybe it was like this a little bit when I was younger, but never with Joe was ever like this. It, he came out at 10 o'clock and I was starting a shift at 6 a.m., first class at half six. I had to leave the house at 5 a.m. the next morning. And he was sitting down at 10 o'clock to tell me how to do this fitness class. Now, if you're someone that's done a fitness class loads of time, yep, you can pick it up like that and learn it in five minutes. He sat down and wrote this whole class out for me. And he's like, there you go. And I was like, what do you mean? How do I do that? How do I time that? I don't have a fitness watch. Like, I, I just went into total meltdown, breakdown mode. I was hysteric crying. And you're probably listening to this right now and going, what? Like, how could you be like that? I honestly was like, I'm not doing it. I can't do it. Like, I, I literally cannot stand in front of all these people with a microphone on. I don't know how to turn the music on. I don't know how to time it. I don't know how to teach the people the, the exercise. What is that exercise? I've never seen that exercise in my life because I was just weight training. I didn't do high intensity classes. That wasn't me. And um, I, I was crying for hours, like a good hour. And I think we got to 12 o'clock at night and he's like, look, we're just going to simplify it you're going to be fine, you're showing up tomorrow, you're doing it. I was like, I'm not going, I'm not going in, I'm just just not meant to be a coach, I can't do this. I was honestly, uh, like, I can't even describe it, but a, a thin line between me not showing up that next day. And if I never showed up for that class, I don't know if I ever would have done a class, and I don't know if I would ever be where I am today. And it was so uncomfortable for me to say I was going to do it and and I was never into public speaking at school every time I would have to speak and put my hand up in class I would get a big beamer and everybody would go ah she's got a beamer I'd have this big red face and my chest would go all red that public speaking was not my thing so to stand up in front of all these people and do this class it was so scary and I didn't want to do it at all um I don't know what happened but I went to bed I woke up the next morning and This is something I was actually saying to one of our members recently when she was applying for a new job. I think I've actually spoke about this in a podcast before and she was already thinking about the interview process, but she hadn't even handed in a CV yet. And we had to break her stress and her anxiety down into steps because when you're thinking about the finish line and you're thinking about the interview and flunking the interview before you've even applied for anything, (laughs) you're not gonna get any jobs. So we just were like, look, let's just break it down. Let's just get that CV done this month. Don't even think about sending the CV out yet. I just want your CV done. We broke it down into little manageable chunks so she wasn't getting ahead of herself. So that's what I technically do now when I am feeling anxious about something. I don't think about it. I just block my mind out of it and I think of each next step that I need to do each time to get to that finish line so for me it was like okay I just need to get up at 5am put this uniform on once I get to the gym it's going to take me an hour to get there I just need to be there in time that was my focus then I went got in the gym and I had to do all my gym checks and then um, I, I went in a wee bit early to get the class organized and settled and get the music working make sure the mic was working because I'm a technophobe I don't know how all that microphone stuff worked I never wore a microphone in my life my whole voice is ready and out for this class I'm like oh my god what am I doing and um put some good tunes on and I picked some songs that I really liked that just made me feel good and got me riled up and me excited that I knew people come into class would be excited the gym smelled like brand new Um we had about 30 people turn up for this first class Mike was on music was on and Joe gave me his watch bless him I wore that watch it was massive on me a big G what were they called not g babies but whatever it was a big g g shark watch whatever they were called um big massive white one because i didn't have my own fitness watch i I had no money um so and they didn't really have fitbits back then they weren't really a thing they were just kind of coming out it was literally like a digital watch start stop timer so because i had to use my phone for the music and i had to leave that plugged in so this is where all my panic was coming from so i had that and i had my little jotter with the exercises written down and as soon as people came in that class, I just turned around and I was like, right, let's get started. And I just went into this completely different persona. It's almost like that Sasha Fierce. Like, I don't know where this came from, this confidence came from, and I feel like I'm her now. But it just turned around and all these people were here. They were ready to work out. And they had no clue I was nervous. I think I maybe even made a silly joke that they all laughed that made it really relaxed we did the first class, it went flying in, we were laughing during it, we were having fun during it, we were excited, I was going around pushing everybody, I felt amazing, I felt so so good and I just was like that was awesome and I could have not went in that day and all those people would have turned up and there would have been no class on, nobody would have cared but maybe a bit pissed off with a new membership and the gym instructor has not turned up Um but nobody would have known of me, nobody would have had that workout that day and that workout could have made someone's day and made them feel really good. But for me, it was a huge moment to kind of realize that you have to, you have, even when you're breaking down with tears and it's really uncomfortable and it's a bit of a panic attack, just break it down into those little chunks and take it step by step and to get to that, that destination and do it. Because that's the only way you're going to overcome that fear. If I avoided it, I honestly I would never be recording podcasts like this with you guys. Um so I really wanted to share that with you. And then that came into once I started doing them. I started doing YouTube workouts. If you guys ever want to do workouts, there is thousands on my YouTube channel. Um, started doing them started doing lives on facebook workouts live on facebook started doing them for group programs so people would join and if they don't have gym memberships so there's group workouts to do and that all came from that one night sitting with joe having a meltdown pushing myself to do that first class came into us building um, our previous company called female fitness program ffp to then being lead her now Um, and it's all just stemmed from those little uncomfortable moments to then push you on to the next level to the next level to the next level so I just really wanted to share that with you because I think again like I said even just me sharing with you my first time going to a fitness class I was pulling my pants I was so nervous I was so unfit I was so unhealthy to then going on the treadmill to then using the gym to then starting coaching other people to then being terrified to start a business and start that first class to then doing that first class to then just being unstoppable since and I've loved every minute of it but there's been so many opportunities and times when I've been scared and I've done it scared and I've done it when people are like fake it till you make it that was my motto back then was fake it till you make it and um, just keep taking it a step by time a step at a time and before you know it you'll be where you want to be and you'll be breaking through those little barriers and that you can do it and if I can bloody do it with melting down and crying before <laughs> fitness class if i can um teach 30 people how to do a workout and turn into this uh, sasha fears you can do it too and sometimes we do need to fake it we're never going to know how to do something in day one but if we don't try and we don't put ourselves out there and we don't ask for opportunities and we don't question ourselves why we're saying we can't do something then we're always just going to stay stuck and we do need to start realizing like no you can become and change your career, you can go and study again, you can get fitter and healthier and become this fitness chick that you've always wanted to be. And it's just from changing that to that yet, I'm not there yet, but I'm going to get there. Okay, so hopefully me sharing two little personal stories have gave you a little bit of an eyesight in terms to where you could be in 10 years. The thing is, is like you can play like, oh, 10 years is a long time to finally get to this stage. Um, or people could be further forward in five years they could be further forward than me it doesn't matter it's all about you starting when you, when, when, as soon as you can and it doesn't matter how long it's going to take because the time is going to pass either way whether you go into to study for the next three years or whether you, you avoid it for three years the time's still going to pass anyway so make the most of it and, and you'll never know where you're going to be in the future and the time will fly faster and be so much more enjoyable because you're doing something you love and you're doing something that gets out your comfort zone and you're doing something that makes you grow. Okay, so I hope you've enjoyed these. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I'd love to hear from you if you relate to any of these stories. Or I'd love to even just hear from you if like, you're taking action from listening to this podcast, and you're thinking about actually finally doing something. Because like I said at the beginning, I want this podcast to be something that you guys actually use and do. I'm not hearing from enough people saying that they've tried a new hobby, or they've asked for a raise, or they've had that difficult conversation with a partner, or they're thinking of changing their career, or they're thinking of getting fitter and healthier and actually doing it now. I'm not hearing enough from you guys to know that you're actually using this podcast and you're actually taking action and that's what I want this to do. So give me a message, let me know where you're at, or even if you're still struggling with something and you don't know how to overcome it, let me know and we can chat about it and it's always something that we could bring into the podcast as well and help other people that have maybe got that similar situation but I don't know what's going on in your head unless I hear from you okay so I want to hear from you guys with what you're taking action from or what you're doing or what you're trying um, because we're all in it together okay I hope you have a fantastic week thank you again for listening and I'll speak to you all soon